Hey everyone, it's Laura Jackson here from FitChicks Academy and on today's episode of FitChicks Chat, I am rolling solo without Amanda because I have a super awesome guest interview where we're going to be talking all about the benefits of fascial stretch therapy. So joining us today is Sarah Mariano, who's the founder of The Stretch Therapist. She, as a competitive athlete, she had dealt with a ton of different injuries and after taking time off to research and study recovery for her own health, she ended up falling in love with fascial stretch therapy for injury prevention, for building back strength in her body, for mobility, and all the amazing benefits that so many of us overlook when it comes to our fitness regimes. So through this, it propelled her to study and get certified as a fascial stretch therapist, where she opened up her clinic in downtown Toronto and now has gone mobile and is adding to her team to be able to get uh, help more people with the benefits of fascial stretch therapy. Not only is she helping everyone from new moms, people who are injured, and athletes, she also has worked with a ton of celebs from actor Will Smith, um, celebrity trainer Harley Pasternak, WBFF pro fitness model Hattie Bodel, and a ton of different professionals in the NFL, the NBA, the CFL, the PGA, the MLB, the MLS, and the OHL. That's a lot of letters I know, but this girl knows what she's doing. She's a super amazing woman. I absolutely love chatting with her. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, Sarah Mariano. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson, and today we have a super special guest interview with Sarah Mariano. Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So Sarah is the founder of, well, I'm going to let you talk about it. I just did an amazing intro, as you guys just heard. I gave you her bio, but I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself. All right, so I am the founder and owner of The Stretch Therapist, and um, we, what we do is we're a team of stretch ther- fascial stretch therapists that offer stretches in-person sessions with fascial stretch therapy. Um, so we have two facets of the business, one where people come to us and stretch them, and where we come to you, mobile stretch, fascial stretch therapy. That's the offline side of the business. And then we have an online side of the business where we produce content, video exercises to help you with any issues you might have with your body. Awesome. Well, just before we get into more, because I'm like so fascinated to talk about this stuff because I am not super versed in fascial stretch therapy. And if for anyone who's ever listened to my podcast, I'm, I'm always admit that I am a skimpy stretcher. Like it's, I lift weights and I'm all into the cardio. And then when it comes to like stretching, it's like, I literally am out of there and I know I need to do more. Um, so I'm super pumped to talk about this, but I just wanted to, um, chat about too, how random it is, like how we met. So we just actually, we're both in Toronto. And we just met a couple of weeks ago at a dinner. Uh, it was like kind of one of these networking dinners for, for, um, Jody and Lisa. yeah, with Jody, um, for those, I think, I don't know if Jody's been on the podcast before, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've done, we've done so many episodes now, but we were talking about business and online business and we just ended up sitting next to each other and we totally hit it off. And I was like, you've got to come on the podcast. 
people need to hear more about stretching, including myself. <laughs> um, okay, so before we get into all that too, I just want to know, how did you even get into this field? Like, what drew you to this? What's your background? Like, Yes, this question I get asked all the time. So my background is in fitness and personal training. So I've been a certified personal trainer for about almost 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, and still certified. A lot of what we do in our sessions with fascia stretch therapy and what we practice in our philosophy as a team is informed by our, our knowledge and movement. Um, so long story short, I was also an athlete growing up, also well into my 20s. I also competed in CrossFit. And during the time I competed in CrossFit, um, I got quite injured as many do because you know there's so much adrenaline you're excited you're lifting heavy weights and you don't want to let the team down so um you know you sustain a lot of injuries and I would go see so many different practitioners for my ailments I saw a sports naturopath a nutritionist I saw a ton of physiotherapists chiros acupuncturists osteopaths everything <laughs> under the sun I even went to a home, homeopath once. So, you know, a combination of some of those things worked really well, but there was always a missing element. And I went to get um, certified in stretch therapy because my boyfriend encouraged me, this could be really great to supplement what you do as a trainer. So we took the course and in that week alone, just getting a couple of fascial stretches really helped clear up some of my lingering issues. Oh, wow. I didn't believe it. I was hooked. And then from then on, I made it a part of my business. And then word of mouth, it started to develop. And I became more and more passionate about helping people in this way. And it took over my business. And then eventually, in 2016, I decided to completely switch to fascia stretch therapy. And, no, and then I got rid of all my training clients and here we are today. Wow. It's so interesting though. That's usually how I find like, because even for me, my original start in fit, like I didn't, I wasn't an athlete growing up. I didn't have a story similar to yours. I, I actually started in business. Like I started in corporate marketing, but fitness was my passion. And then I was dealing for 15 years. I dealt with an eating disorder and through education and learning about fitness and just falling in love with it and treating my body well. And then I got, became a nutritionist. And then it was like this part-time evolution that I left same thing, my corporate job full time. And then the last like 12 years, this has been it. So. Well, that's the thing. We listened to our inner calling. Yeah. So hopefully this will serve as a PSA to don't ignore that inner calling. Exactly. I mean, God, we could do like three podcasts right now just on that. <laughs> but so, okay. So for the fascial, what exactly is fascial stretching for like, cause there's a lot of women who listen to this podcast who literally have like, they're interested in getting certified or they are certified, but they're, this is their first time hearing about this as an avenue to add to like their personal training or things like that. Right. That's awesome. Um, I didn't realize there were a lot of um, fascial stretch therapists out there who um, are listening to podcasts for more information. Well, that's good. Well, hope, no, no, hopefully there are, but there's a lot of, I have a lot of, uh, there's a lot of trainers because we have our fitness and nutrition certifications, our holistic nutrition weight loss certifications. And um, 
but this would be a great avenue. They're, they're not certified yet. And I know you're always looking for great people for your team. So I'd love to know what it is and how they get certified in it. <laughs> right. So fascia search therapy is a table that a table based um, therapy or modality where we stretch people on a table. It's essentially assisted stretching, but specifically what makes it fascial stretch therapy and um, the founders and creators of Bachelor Stretch Therapy are Anne and Chris Frederick of Stretch to It Institute, and they're out in Arizona. They're fantastic. Um, what Fascial Stretch Therapy does is we really pay attention to the feel of the fascia, which is the connective tissue that surrounds your entire body. It uh, encompasses your um, organs, tendons, ligaments, bones, muscles, everything. And so we really pay attention to that. And where it's a lot more slower movement and we really need the person on the table to be completely relaxed. That's not to say that mm. they don't do anything on the table as well. We do need them to be a little active. So we get them to do some PNF, which is contract relax. So I'll have them push against me a little bit. And as a trainer, you know that sometimes if you're listening and you're a trainer, you probably do some PNF stretching with your clients after sometimes. So mm. we add this element to our fascia stretch therapy session. Um, and that, for me, it functions really to activate some of the muscles that have been a little bit dormant. And then once they relax, then I can take the, let's say, the leg into a stretch, and I really pay attention to the fashion and allowing it to melt off of the muscles, tissues, bones, et cetera, so that you have a little bit more of a smooth glide between the mm. tissues. Because that's what I find so interesting about this is that most people think when it comes to stretching, it's just the muscles. Yeah. Right. And they think it's supposed to be um, painful. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like just over the last, I mean, I had not even heard really about fascia that much and the importance of making sure that you're stretching it and like just even the involvement in, you know, in, in stress in the body, like in inflammation in the body, like all of that stuff, performance up until like five years ago, probably. Right. So I still think it's something that's so under, like under understood in like in our industry, but also just like for the mainstream, because I know even you, when you were just saying about going to CrossFit and all the modalities and all the different types of practitioners you went to, like most people wouldn't even, that like you, that's what I would do too. Like I would be like you, I'd be like, I need a chiropractor, I need an osteopath, I need a, a nutritionist. But a lot of people, they just think, oh, I'm just going to go to see a massage therapist or I'm just going to go to my physio, right? Like, so it's interesting. I think it's really good to start to bring this awareness because most people don't even understand that, like, what fascia even is and, like, right. the importance of keeping it. Because I was reading this article once about, because um, it, it's essentially, it's a lot of nerves in there too, right? Yeah, there are 10 times more nerve endings than in muscle. So, and I was reading this article about... Um, about the connection between like stress, like lifestyle stress, mental stress, and the inflammation within the fascia. So also helping stretching that out can help with your mental health. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Uh, well, <laughs> just based on experiential evidence um, with my clients and myself, now, now I can't speak specifically to that. I mean, yeah, that goes really deep into scientific articles and, and I'm not, that's maybe a little bit beyond my scope, but of understanding but um what happens with my clients is we do see a huge change a drastic change in their disposition before and after the session 
So a lot of them, especially because I'm right in the middle of downtown and it's not easy to get and the traffic is awful, a lot of them come in really frazzled and upset and um, stressed out because they're running late or traffic was really a pain in the butt. So a part of my job is to really downregulate their nervous system. Yeah. And I like to do that by um, taking my time with some of the stretches. And for me, it's a lot of sensory input. And, you know, because the skin and the fascia have all these nerve endings, sensory input's really important to signal to the brain and get the um, central nervous system to calm down. So after the stretch session, and I'm very, so the way we do it, we don't, we really try to um, stretch people so that it's not painful. Yeah. Well, different ways. Um, some people like the pain for us. That's me. <laughs> for us, we find more, um, it's more effective for the body and for the body to absorb those changes long term. Mm-hmm. If we go slow and we get the client on the table to focus on their breathing um, and then they're an active participant with PNF. But for us, it's really just to be in tune with the tissue and listen to their body. And then after they come off the table, that's when you notice a huge change in their um, facial expression, the way they present themselves. Uh, what most people often say when they get off the table are um, three really similar things. Um, I feel light. Like I feel like I'm walking on a cloud. Um, I'm very relaxed. Um, and then they always have like a, a very Zen smile on their face. And, um, then when we test, retest their movement, because we do a lot of assessment before and after, because for us, that's really important. It's results oriented and we need to be able to track progress. Um, when we have them retest their movement, they always say, wow, that feels smooth or, um, it doesn't feel like I have to try hard anymore. You know, sometimes when you're so tight, you'd be like, oh, I have to try to activate this glute, but it's not firing really well. Um, we're able to get them to fire it and perform the movement much smoother. So, And that's what's so interesting, you just saying that, because I think a lot of people still have the idea of any type of stretching or massage therapy or anything within this kind of like realm, which... Actually, I don't want to say that. Like, would you consider uh, fascial stretch therapy within the same kind of realm as massage therapy or no? Um, well, that could be a bit of a subjective <laughs> response. I can tell you the differences, but I mean, they're all under the umbrella of recovery and manual therapy, things like yeah. that. But stretching is different versus, um, you know, pressure on muscles, right? They function very differently. And I I mean, I'm a treatment junkie. I love getting massages. I love love getting, um, you know, soft adjustments from osteopathy. Like, I I love acupuncture, and I I even love cupping. Um, So what I would say to your listeners is you need to do your homework and visit these different practitioners, find – the best practitioner for you and a combination of, you might need a combination of these modalities. Your body might need stretching. Your body might also need, um, you know, uh, soft tissue work. Uh, Your body might need adjustments. So um, 
I, I, people always assume that I only do fast search therapy and that's the only thing that I get done. But I, I have a Cairo, I have an osteo, I love getting stretched. It depends on what the goal is. Well, completely. And I, that's one of the things I was immediately drawn to you is our conversation. We were talking about business. We were talking about mindset. We were talking about the holistic approach to life. And I have the same philosophy when it comes to fitness, when it comes to health, right? Like focus it, like you don't just go to a personal trainer. You, you know, you go to your personal trainer, your nutritionist, and then, you know, maybe your accountability coach or then your, um, fascial stretch therapist. Yeah. Like, so but people just want, they, they want to put all of us in one box, right? I find like, or it's just easy for us to wrap our heads around doing one thing, which makes sense to me. But when it comes to health, when it comes to anything, recovery, exercise, weight loss, life, you need a bunch of different types of people in your life. Absolutely. And the, what I want to say about mobility and flexibility, it's an ongoing journey, like your strength training, you go and your cardio training, you go to the gym, let's say whatever, Three, let's say you go three times a week, but that you know you're going to have to be doing that for the rest of your life in some form. Same with mobility and flexibility. That's something that you're going to have to accept that's part of your journey for the rest of your life. So a lot of people, and you've um, admitted to this, that you've been guilty of not adding proper flexibility and mobility training into your I'm a skimpy stretcher. I call myself a skimpy stretcher all the time. And, um, but, you know, you have to figure out a way, and we can help with that, and other stretch therapists or your physios or your trainers out there who are well-versed with stretching can help you develop a plan to integrate with your personal training or your exercise needs. But there should be a nice balance. And I'm not saying you have to be stretching for an hour every day. You know, with my clients, we found success with having them stretch for five to 10 minutes a day, but we're very intentional mm. with what we prescribe. So for so-and-so who has problems with their low back, we prescribe them like a small program. And we only offer you know their homework in small doses. We don't want to overload them and say, here's a huge, massive program they're never going to do. Well, I'm like, I'm totally loving this conversation. I'm coming to see you because, <laughs> no, because this is one thing, and I know I'm speaking for many, is that Whenever I think of stretching, <clears throat> I usually think about, you know, obviously after my weight training, doing some stretching, but I don't really consider that part of my flexibility routine, but I always think of yoga and I already have enough on my plate. I don't have time to go to do, you know what I mean? Like a 45 minute yoga class because it's not my exercise, let's say of preference. Like I actually, my I like working out on my own. I like doing strength training. Um, so for me, yoga has never really been my thing. So to hear that there's like, not to hear that there's other options, but to approach it from a different way. Cause I feel like I've been in this constant like battle with myself being like, Oh, I need to do more yoga. Then I feel guilty about it. Then it's like, yeah. this, you know what I mean? And it's like, maybe I'm just not looking at it from the right perspective. Maybe I need to be approaching it differently. Like something like this. Cause five to 10 minutes to me, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Cause I'm the same, like even as you were saying about the fat, like uh, the fascia in terms of it prevents the muscles from firing properly. And now like I'm having all these like, okay, this is making sense to me because I'm very quad dominant. I have problems with my glutes firing. And I'm wondering if it's because I'm too tight. Well, yeah. And that would be something we would explore. Um, and I'm not, I want to let people know that, you know, what we do, fascial stretch therapy isn't the cure for everything. So no, might not stretching might 
um, not be what you need. And, and when I say stretching, I want people to understand that when you come to a session with us, we do a lot of um, muscle activation work too. So we help you fire up some of those muscles. So you don't come to the stretch therapy session um, expecting everything's going to get stretched. We don't do that. We act, that's why we do proper assessments because we'll realize that we'll figure out maybe one particular side of the body or one certain particular muscle group should not be stretched. So we won't stretch that. So we're very particular. So we want you guys to realize that, you know, we, we really try our best to understand your body and what's best for you. Um, so what I want people to know is that when you come, uh, when it comes to trying to figure out incorporating stretches into your everyday life, um, what we like to do is show you how you can do it at your desk, at the office, um, on the floor for five minutes, things like that. Because like you said, everyone feels the same way you do, Laura, where they don't want to go to a whole hour yoga class. I myself, and I'm a yoga certified yoga instructor. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go for a whole hour because I only have, um, my attention span is only focused on just opening up this hip or, or things like that. Um, I don't need to go into a full like mental thing because yoga requires a lot of concentration. Um, and I wish, I, I don't know if you feel this way. I wish they had 30 minute yoga classes because I would be so down to just like, you know, drop into 30 minute yoga class. I know. Uh, found one in the city. I think they used to have it somewhere, but now it's, it's gone. But so, you know, I have my, that's why we, I started my online programming is for my clients and for our, our followers online, because I wanted them to feel like they could start to take ownership of that side of their fitness or recovery. Mm-hmm. Health. And we started with the 21 day program where, you get a video sent to your inbox every day for 21 days and it's less than six minutes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Great results and feedback from this program alone. Um, And it was just such a simple thing. And it's a combination of not just stretches and mobility, but also strengthening exercises and things that corrective stuff that we would do with our clients that people don't really think or know to do. Um, and so, yeah, so there are options. Oh, I love that. And that's one thing too. So on our, anyone who's listening right now on our blog after this, when this is live, we also will be posting all the information to um, Sarah's Instagram where she has amazing videos and like little tips also to her website. So you can check stuff out. If you don't have a, um, a fascial stretch therapist in your area, then that way you can start to get this. Cause I know for me, like, I'm all over, I'm all about this. <laughs> I'm all over this. Well, and it's hard too because I think a lot of times, you know, we live in a, a big city center, but there's many people who would love to be getting these benefits and they're out in like rural Saskatchewan or like, you know, small town Georgia where they don't have access to this. So that's so awesome that you have the online stuff as well. Thank you. So, okay, in terms of how you would run a session though, like just say, okay, actually, no, I'm going to switch that question for someone who's at home right now. And if they want to do an exercise or they want to step into this, what would be something they could do like starting right now, just even try? Um, well, I always, we always tell everyone to just, um, go on my website, sarahmarian.com and purchase a 21 day. It's only 21 bucks. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And, um, that would be the best way to, 
because when people ask that question, you can't just tell them what to do. You have to show them a video and then they have to follow it. So that's why we came up with the program. So I would start with that because how I designed the 21 days, it's not just random stretches for 21 days. It's actually a progression, a program where we want you to feel a massive difference in the end of 21 days and to develop the habit. So it starts off very gentle. I think the first day is just like stretching the anterior or the front of your throat, the front of your neck. So simple. That, it's like a two-minute video. You can do that at work. Just getting into that habit and feeling that sensation of this really, you'll really feel the sensation of the fascia stretching because it's a different sensation than the muscle stretch. And, and you'll see what I mean when you do it. Um, starts off with something simple. And then we build on the next day is something simple, a little bit more. And then we get a little bit more and more uh, uh, complex over time. But... I think that's a great place to start because um, I also talk about assessing. So it's really important that you learn, start to develop a sense of assessing yourself and mm -hmm. understanding, you know, your body. And a lot of people don't have that self-awareness or that body awareness. Um, you're a trainer, so I'm sure you've come across that multiple times. Um, so for me, it's about getting them in that mindset to educate themselves and to give them, to empower them to, you know, put the onus on them because I can't fix you unless you are serious about it or unless you take control. So whenever we have people come coming through, including those of our online clients, we tell them it's a teamwork effort. Mm -hmm. So I can't do everything. And most of how you're going to um, improve or recover is like 80% what you do at home. We're only here to present some opportunities for you and give you some guidance. Oh my gosh, you are like, I love that because that's exactly the way I think too. And it's such an interesting thing because, you know, the more you get into learning about movement and learning about your body and the mind-body connection, all those things, it's, it's so incredibly powerful once you are self-aware. You know, like I'm like you, like I literally, my body... I felt super inflamed. I was going through something emotional and I could like even to touch my skin, it felt painful, but I knew it because the nerves like everywhere throughout your body, probably in my fascia was dealing with this emotional stress. So not only going through like physical movements to like relax myself, but also I knew there's something else going on, but I've been doing self-awareness work for like, you know, 15 years. So I, I know when I need, when I need some carbohydrates, I know when I need to have some downtime, I know, you know what I mean? Like, but it's not an overnight, pro but I love how you said that about getting more involved because it is. And I think everyone owes it to themselves to start to learn more about their body because what works for me is not going to work for you and vice versa. Right. And I like that you brought that up because, you know, that's also part. And I mentioned, you know, strength training, flexibility, mobility training is a ongoing journey, but that included in that is self-awareness and yeah. personal development. Um, so I always, when my clients come in and they just say, oh, fix me, I'm always like, I, I do give them a little bit of a lecture, but in a, in a very... Um, <laughs> a tough love way. <laughs> um, say, you know what, like, if I have them do an assessment and they don't feel anything, but it's, we have videos and it's very clear there's a difference, I always tell them, you know, I, what I want you to do for the next week until you see me is to really pay attention to your body, listen to your body. I want you to be able to feel these differences because it will be harder for you to progress 
or track your progress or feel confident that you're making any changes if you don't see or feel it. Yeah. So, so it's really important that they start to take some responsibility. Completely. I complete, I actually was listening to a podcast the other day with Lisa Nichols on it. Do you know who she is? She was on, so she was part of, you know, the, the secret, she was on the show, the, the video, the secret. Mm-hmm. but she's very much into mindset work and um, she's a transformational coach. So she really works on helping you transform your habits into becoming basically more productive or whatever it is you want to create in your life. But she's one of these people, she speaks and you just like melt into her voice. Um, but she was saying something she was about the idea, just going back to what you said, the idea of people making her extraordinary, like people go to her and say the same thing, like fix me. Or they'll be like, you have it all together. And she's like, don't make me extraordinary to get yourself off the hook for doing the work. Mm-hmm. Because that's what people do. They go to you and they put all of their stuff on you and don't take any ownership in the process. And everything in life, right? It's a two way, it's an exchange of energy. It's an exchange of responsibility. And, and whether you're a trainer or you're in a relationship or whatever you are, you've got to own your part in it. And that's something I'm like, I'm going to go on a tangent. But it's something I'm super passionate about, especially this year, because I find so many people are passing the buck or, or going into this mode of either feeling like they're not good enough, so they shut down and they blame other people. And it's like, yeah, no, you've got... Blame game big time. And you know what? I've been guilty of that myself. Me too. Myself. And I wish people, you know, in school, we were taught, you know, self-awareness um, to check yourself and realize, okay what's preventing me from moving forward and blaming other people and things like that. So same with coming for, Oh, if you have physical ailments and things like that coming, when we have clients that come through, sometimes you'll hear it in their language. They're blaming everything else. They're blaming everything else for their life going wrong and why they're in pain. And, and it's no wonder they're constantly in chronic pain because they're not taking responsibility and they're blazing blame on other people. You know, I've heard it many times where they say, oh, I saw a physio for three years and I never got better. Well, I, first of all, I wouldn't blame the physio right off the bat. I mm-hmm. ask a little bit deeper questions and say, okay, did you do your homework? And you can see where they're hesitating and they're lying and things like that. So um, obviously my job is not to <laughs> call them out at the session, but it's to offer um, like a space where they feel like they can let go and they can start to feel confident in taking some more of that ownership. Um, I know it sounds like a lot in a session, but it's <laughs> no, but it's, this is what I think is so amazing about it. Cause I've always believed that anything to do with the physical body is completely tied into your mental work and your spiritual work as well. And I'm not saying spiritual work in terms of religion or whatever, but it's like, you know, when we're emotionally not well too, you probably see this as well. Like it manifests physically in our body, right? So a lot of that tightness, when you start to release that for people, they're probably experiencing releasing a lot of emotional. Oh yeah. People get emotional on the table. (laughs) Yeah. And I've been, I've done it too. Not obviously I've said or done uh, fascial stretch therapy, but getting a massage, I had like a full on, didn't even feel sad when I went in there, worked on an area. Next thing you know, I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm like, what the heck is going on? But you know, we hold emotion in different places and it's really important that that's why I think all of this work, especially what you're doing, I think it's, it's so much deeper than just mobility and flexibility. I think there's so much more to it. And I'm very curious to see what the studies will keep coming out with 
the longer this um, and the more popular this therapy gets, so it gets more research funding. Absolutely, I'm I'm excited too, and it's fascinating how you know everything is tied so intricately in different systems of the body, and the different um, mental states. Like it's it's actually kind of a privilege for me to witness it on the table every day, and and with the team and. You know, we've been expanding the team, so I'm super excited for us to spread the love a little bit more and show people that you can get um, a treatment where it doesn't have to be so painful, and mm-hmm. we can spend the time with you to really work on um, intentionally on your specific issues. Have you ever seen someone who like has come in and thought, because I know you treat like a lot of athletes and you treat a lot of um, just a lot of everyday people and athletes and, you know, across the board, but have you ever seen somebody come in and think that their, their pain was from something and you realize it was from something else? Like for example, all every day. Because I like, like, can you give us an example of something they would like, they came in for? Yeah, it's interesting. That's why we always do such a full kind of um, assessment or workup or intake um, because I need to know their full out history. So a lot of people and I, you know, this is me being in the industry, taking courses, educating myself. I didn't know this before. I didn't know this 10 years ago that, you know, an old sprain when I had when I was, I don't know, 12 can affect what's happening to me now. Right. Wow. um, there could be some leftover scar tissue and healed properly. I didn't regain function. I didn't regain strength. And so over the years, that deficit can affect the rest of my body in some ways, right? It mm-hmm. could cause back pain I'm feeling or it could cause um, the neck pain I'm feeling. And so we try our best to dive into that. So I'll always ask people, okay, what do you, can you recall the injuries you've had before? Have you been in a car accident? Things like that. And everyone always brushes it off. Oh yeah, I was, I sprained my ankle real bad when I was 13, but that was like when I was 13. But like, I'm really feeling it in my back and, you know, and so um, I'll do my best to educate them and explain to them um, why I would be looking at that foot or that ankle, you know, and, and, you know, it might not contribute, it might. So for me, as a therapist, it's my duty to explore that option. Mm-hmm. Um, and so recently I had someone who, oh, she was so amazing. I loved her. Mm-hmm. She came in three weeks ago and she was um, uh, skeptical. You know, she was like, I, I've been seeing chiros, so-and-so physios for 13 years and like this hip pain has never gone away. And um, I... And she, then she got pregnant and it got worse. And she's like, I don't um, think it's ever going to go away. I've just accepted that that's the pain, but it's getting in the way of her workouts or her daily activity. Yeah. And she's in shape. She's fit, very fit. Um, and then I asked her what her full history was. And she told me that she had um, sprained her ankle maybe, or had an accident with her ankle when she was whatever, a teenager. Um, and so I worked on the foot and the ankle and of course the hip and the rest of the body, but I, I tried my best to see the connection between that foot and the rest of the body and how it could affect the whole body, um, particularly the hip. We worked a lot on the ankle and the foot, regained some functionality in that foot that, and leg or um, ankle that was missing. And after, it was a long session, it was about two and a half hours. Oh, wow. Off the table, um, she performed her squats and various other movements and she was like, that feels weird. And she she was so attached to that pain 
that she kept ex- anticipating it. She's like, I'm looking for the pain. I can't feel it. And some people wouldn't, and you know, in some of the programs that we offer on my site, I get into a little bit of pain science and how people can have that emotional connection, um, attachment to the pain. Yeah. Being a little bit out of topic, um, how, you know, sometimes that can contribute more to the pain. Anyhow, uh, I did my best to try and tell her, don't search for the pain, just enjoy the pain you're not feeling currently. And she was still skeptical. She's like, oh, that feels great. But she was like, I'm curious to see if this will last for the week or, or what have you. And for every person, it's different. Sometimes we have to go back and say, okay, that didn't last, so let's try something else and we'll build on it. We're a team. Um, anyway, I get a text from her three weeks later and I hadn't heard from her other than like, oh, it was a great session, thank you. Um, she sends me a random text out of the blue and she's like, Sarah, my hip is feeling amazing. Like, I actually oh feel like God. there's hope. Um, she's like, my workouts have been feeling like, you know, three times better. And I feel like I can actually um, cure whatever I'm going through. And so that for me was a huge moment. And and to have someone who are some people who are skeptical, but are open to a different experience because this is so new and a lot of people don't know what it is. um, It's really rewarding. This is why we do what we do. That's amazing. So, because well, has this like breakthrough every time, right? It's, it's no, but I mean, I think it's like you said earlier, we're all on this journey and sometimes you're maybe not ready for it yet. You're not ready. You know, like it might take a little bit longer, but it's one thing, you know, we are such an over medicated pain, you know, medication society, which yeah, which there, you know, there's times where those medications are needed, but there's so many people who are relying on them and not looking at these other options. That's the difference. You're right. 100%. Yeah. And that's why I think this conversation is really important too, because there could be someone listening right now who's like, oh my gosh, I've been on pain medication for so long. I've never tried this. This could not say 100% it is, but this could be the thing that I could do that will actually help my back, help my hips, help my neck. You know what I mean? Like, putting together the dots and even just as much as like checking out your 21 day challenge could be the starting point. So I'm all, I'm a huge believer in this because I'm just, I've had so many clients and so many people in my life who have been so reliant on medication to be able to have, you know what I mean? Like different modalities and different therapies that can actually get them off that. I'm like all about it. All about it. Um, okay. So a couple more questions and then I'm going to jump off because actually for anyone listening, you guys know that we also do our business podcast and Sarah is going to be doing a business podcast too. I'm so excited. Um, how long is a typical session? Cause you just said one is like two and a half hours. So is it just depending on the client? Um, so what we do here at the stretch therapist, is very different from if you were to go to any other stretch therapist, we, I really spent a lot of time building out our strategy as therapists in our session. So we don't just do fascial stretch therapy. We do a combination of many things given our, our educational background. Um, I've taken a lot of uh, neurological courses. So a lot of what I do is informed by the neurology of the body. Um, and then a lot of it is also, as I mentioned, you know, informed by the movement side of things, which is why I'm very blessed that I started off in the personal training community. 
teaching people on our table how to move is our end goal, how to move efficiently, smart, train smart um, with less pain. That is our end goal. It's not just to stretch you and make you feel loose. It's to teach you how to move better. So after our session, we, there is a component where we go over some movements and then we give you some homework. So a session typically can be, we offer uh, either 60 minutes or 90 minute sessions. I used to offer 90 minutes and two hour sessions. Um, and a lot of people really needed it and found it to be the most beneficial. Mm -hmm. um, but we decided just for time's sake, it's best to offer an hour and 90 minutes. Most people go for the 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And our team, um, we have two locations. We have downtown here at the condo and then another one in um, Midtown. And then we also send out our mobile team to you in various areas. So. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's so like, cause that's one thing I'm like, I was curious as to how long it would be. Um, okay. So I guess with that, we're going to wrap it up. I've got, so as I mentioned, I'm going to put all this stuff on the, on our website, fitchacademy.com on our podcast blog. So you'll see this. I'll put the link to it, of course, posting along with the notes, um, for this. So everyone can find out about your challenge, find out more about you, these awesome videos. You've got an amazing Instagram account where you're constantly posting so much value. I love it. So I'll put that on there, but I always like to end off just kind of like a personal for you. So like if you could give one piece of life advice and it could be about your craft or not, that would help women live fiercer, happier, healthier. What would it be? That is a good question. There's <laughs> put you on the spot, but I like this question um, to help. Sorry, can you repeat the question? To, um, if you could give women one piece of life advice, and it could be about you know, your craft, it could be about mindset, it could be about anything you want that would help them take one step forward to living happier, healthier, fiercer, more confidently, like what would that one piece of life advice be? I would, I guess, just riffing off of our conversation is to develop a level of self-awareness. So you have to start within first. So it's really important to understand your strengths. So I would focus on that's the first step. Understand your strengths, what you're really great at, what excites you, and lean into that. And don't worry about your weaknesses yet because you can connect with other people. There is an incredible community of women out there, including Fit Chicks University, um, where you would be able to complement each other. Mm -hmm. so focus on your strengths, lean into that, develop those strengths and know who you are, know um, what irks you, what excites you when you're being um, overreactive or, you know, be able to check yourself because no one's going to be able to check yourself, you and call you out every second of every day. And you have to do that for yourself. So develop a level of self-awareness. I love that. I feel like that was such an Oprah moment the way I said that. I love, but seriously though, like you are speaking to my heart. This is why, like the first time I met you in our conversation, I was like, I need to hang out with this girl because we speak the same language. And I, 
<laughs> and I'm so excited to be able to share all this stuff and especially what you do as well with the world. And also now we're going to record our business podcast for those of you who want to know more about building your business, which is going to be awesome. But I think what you're doing in the world, I think you're bringing such an important modality to the world. I think you're bringing so much possibility for people who are dealing with not only just pain, but just even like everyday functioning. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm so excited to see where this field is going to go. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you so much. Of course, anyone listening, you could check us out at fidgetsacademy.com. We've got our upcoming certifications in uh, starting in the fall, so September and October, for our fitness and nutrition expert program and our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. And I'll also be posting... Yeah. I'll also be posting all the information for how to get in touch with Sarah and to do our 21 day challenge on our website and leave us comments. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want more info. We love hearing from you guys. Okay, Sarah, I will talk to you again in a few minutes. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.